welcome to the Everybody Podcast. Here, we'll dive into all things health and mindset to help you learn to push past your limits into a life you can be obsessed with. My name is Cassie, and I'm a personal trainer and health coach focused on guiding you toward being your healthiest, happiest self. So buckle up and let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back, everybody. Okay, we're going to get right down to it. This week, we're talking about something that I'm not great at yet. And I've learned recently to start using that yet when you say maybe you're not so great at something um, because I'm getting better and I've been working on it for a while and I've improved a lot with it. And it's also something I discuss with new clients when they're having trouble figuring out how to fit in new habits like exercising. So we're going to talk about time blocking, scheduling, prioritizing, all those kinds of things. Now, people always ask me how I do all the things. And yes, I label myself as an overachiever. Like I am quick to say yes to all the things and can easily overload my plate, but I'm working on it. Um, most recently I began coaching two different basketball teams, but before I said yes, I took time to assess my situation first and determine what my schedule would need to look like and if it was worth it to me to take it on. And in case you're wondering, yes, I took on a coaching position with my daughter's third and fourth grade team. And then I reassessed after I was offered the assistant JV girls high school position And again, I said yes to that too. And yes, I'm tired. And yes, my schedule is jam-packed right now. But yes, I am blissfully happy, which means I've made the right choice. So today, I will talk you through how to assess your current time situation, prioritize what's important, and then how to make a time block schedule to fit in all the things that are important to you. So let's start at square one we're first going to consider what it is you need to make more time for. And for simplicity of this episode, we are going to say exercise, since this is often what I discuss with most of my clients who want to start living a healthier lifestyle, but they're just unsure how to do it. Everyone always feels like they're so busy and they have so much going on and there's no possible way they could fit in one more thing. And this is often the reason a lot of people choose not to exercise. Um, it's probably the biggest reason. It's not because people don't enjoy it or people don't want to feel good or feel better or lose weight or, you know, tone up or whatever it is. Um, but it's often that people just don't feel like they have enough time to fit it in. So before you can fit something new into your schedule, you first need to take a super non judgmental, honest assessment of how you currently spend your time. And this can be hard to do, really, to just be honest with yourself about how you're truly spending your time and not judging yourself. But this is what I will have you do. You'll track how you spend your time for 24 hours. And I'm actually including a link in the show notes for you to do this. So you can use it as a resource if you'd like. You're literally going to write down everything you do for an entire day, hour to hour. So you're going to write down when you're sleeping, when you're eating, when you're watching TV, when you're using social media, when you're working, commuting, maybe picking kids up or giving rides, when you walk the dog, like every little thing you do, you're going to write it down. And realistically, you should probably do this over two or three days. 
And typically you want to see how you spend a weekday versus a weekend day as well, because we know schedules can be different. Some people work more on the weekends. Some people make work more during the week. Um, so really, if you want to give this a good, honest go, I would track two or three days straight, including a weekend and a weekday. After you've filled out that day or two or three or whatever you're going to commit to doing, you're going to sit with that paper in front of you and just look it over. How are you spending your time? This is the assessment part, right? Is it being spent on things that are worth your effort? How much time are you scrolling social media? Yes, I want you to write that down. If you just spent 20 minutes scrolling social media, fine, write it down, right? How much are you watching TV? Are you watching two and a half hours of TV before bed and then again another hour in the morning before going to work? Cool, write it down. How much are you sleeping? Write down sleeping in the hours that you're sleeping. We need to know, are you sleeping enough? Are you giving yourself enough time to sleep, right? Are there blocks of time that you look at and you kind of cringe or have a hard time not judging yourself or thinking, man, I didn't know I was doing that that much? Or maybe you're seeing gaps or opportunities for adding things in during the day or taking things away from your day. Remember, this is supposed to be objective, right? So that means no judgment, just objective observation of how you've spent your time to assess where you're at. So that's step one, assessment, just tracking and looking at it and looking at your data, right? Next step after you've taken a true time assessment is prioritizing. So you're going to look over how you're spending your time and ask yourself if you're spending time on the things you want to be or the things you should be, right? What is it that you're trying to fit in? So for our example, we're trying to fit in time to exercise. What type of exercise will you do? How much time do you need? Is it a 20-minute walk for the day? Is it a 30-minute workout or maybe a 45-minute workout that you'll do at home? Is it a gym trip, right? Is it a 45-minute workout at the gym or maybe a 60-minute workout or however long maybe you have you know, a yoga class that you want to start going to or something like that? So how much time will you need? And whatever you're trying to fit in, you also need to know how much time it takes to get there, right? So if you're not doing like a walk or something at home, but you're maybe going to the rec center for a yoga class or joining a gym or something like that, if it takes you 15 minutes to get there and 15 minutes to get home, then you need to add that in as well. So if it's a 45 minute class, but you need 15 minutes to get there, 15 minutes to get home, that's an hour and 15 minutes that you'll need to accomplish going to that class for the day. So you're not just going to block out the 45 minutes, you're going to block out the hour and 15 minutes that it will actually take you to get there, do it and get back, right? So priorities, I'll tell you what I prioritize when I'm time blocking. First is my sleep. So I start with what time I'm going to bed at night and what time I'm getting up in the morning. Next is my workouts, my job, right? When I have to be at work and now my coaching commitments, right? Other things that you'll think about are doctor appointments, commute time, kids activities, other things that are like non-negotiable. And yes, notice I put my workout and that list of non-negotiables. So you're going to write out a list of things that are priorities to you. This is step one of creating a time blocking schedule. 
know what needs to go on the schedule versus what doesn't and what you'll fill in first. So if this is a new habit you're trying to build, for our example, it's an exercise um, chunk of the day or a workout or a gym trip or a walk or whatever it is that you're trying to do, that is going to go in your list of priorities right next to your work, right next to your doctor appointments, right next to your commute time, all of that. Okay. So when we talk about activities you want to prioritize, remember, this is what you want in your life. So if watching a show in the evening is something you want to do, if that is like part of your self-care or your wind down time after the kids go to bed or whatever, then add it, right? There's no judgment here. We need to include the things that we enjoy doing, self-care time, things like that. You deserve that. But also know that there's a fine balance right here, right? So spending hours each week watching TV and then saying you don't have time to exercise really is going to throw things off a little bit. And then it's like, are you really being honest with what your priorities are? Because if exercise is a priority, you're not going to watch TV 15 hours a week and then say you don't have, you know, five hours a week to exercise. So this is about balance. It's about priorities. If you want that hour at night in front of the TV to wind down, watch your favorite show, whatever, cool, but it shouldn't take the place over things that are going to better your health, right? So we got to find the balance in our priorities. Okay, so you've done your assessment, you've written down your priorities, now it's time to put it to paper or the computer. So some people are pen and paper people and like to write things out. I really like to be pen and paper, but I have actually forced myself over to the digital world because it's what makes the most sense for my like on the go type of lifestyle. Um, I bought this big, nice planner. It was like a $45 planner and everybody that I know has used it or loved it or whatever, um, especially with uh, my virtual coaching business. A lot of people use it and I bought it and it was this big, beautiful thing. And it was like, it is so unrealistic to carry this thing around with me all day long. I suppose if I worked at home or had like one place that I was mostly, it would have worked for me. Um, and I miss writing things out, but, um, what I've been using is Google calendars because I have, you know, a Gmail account and all of that. So it's all in one place. Um, I can color code things, black out my schedule, then I can add reminders. It just dings on my phone. Um, but my husband and I both have iPhones. So we actually use the calendar that we share on the iPhone a lot too, So I kind of have myself in two places. (laughs) I have my personal time blocking on my Google Calendar, which will include stuff like, um, you know, my morning routine and things like that, that don't really need to go on our family calendar per se. Um, And then we use our shared calendar for things like appointments and, you know, kids schedules and things like that. So you really have to figure out what's going to work for you. And like I said, it took me a while to figure it out first. You know, at first I was using paper and then forgetting stuff or missing stuff, not putting it on our joint calendar. And it was just like, okay, I had to force myself to go digital. So, um, but what you're going to do is look at your week on the calendar and start with blocking out the time you're sleeping first. So that's like number one. What is your bedtime? What is your wake up time? Block that off. So you'll just write sleeping and block it off on the calendar. Um, 
Spend the time that you're working, right? So if you work outside of the home, you're going to want to make sure that you're blocking off that time because that's not a not negotiable, right? Or maybe for you it is, but um, whatever the hours are that you'll actually be working. And then write down your block off your commute time. So if you work that eight to five, but you leave at 7.30, then 7.30 to eight is blocked off for commute and five to 5.30 is blocked off for commute. Next, you're going to block off all of your appointments for the week or other commitments. So that would be like a doctor's appointment, or maybe you volunteer at your kid's school, or maybe you're me and you're coaching seven different basketball practices a week plus games or whatever it is. So you're going to mark that stuff off next. Now you're going to look at your calendar. You've got your work blocked off, your sleep blocked off, your non-negotiable appointments or time spent doing whatever volunteer work or whatever it is that you're doing blocked off. Next is this new habit. So for us, it's exercise. So I've got all the other non-negotiables blocked off. And now I'm going to look, where am I going to add my new habit, right? Do I have to adjust something that's on there? And really the only thing on there right right now is your sleep. Do I have to go to bed earlier so I can wake up earlier and fit that 30 minutes in before work? Or do I have a flexible work schedule where maybe I can block out an hour in the middle of the day for my exercise? Maybe my gym is really close to my work. Like my husband goes to the gym in the same building that he works in. Or maybe your exercise will be taking a walk so you can literally just leave work and walk and walk back. Um, Or what about the evening, right? So instead of that 30-minute commute home Maybe you can hit the gym right after or take that 30-minute commute home and work out right away when you walk in the door. Um, Is there an activity your kids are at where maybe they're occupied for a whole hour and you could use that time to spend exercising, walking, or maybe if you're someone that wants to read more books or spend more time coloring or crocheting or whatever it is you want to do, can you do that while you're waiting for other people to do their things, right? So you can get kind of creative here and put in the things you want to do and prioritize them. If exercise is your priority, that is going in your calendar before your TV watching time. You have to balance this out and choose what is your biggest priority. So I'll give you just an example of what my time blocked calendar looks like. Um, I am usually in bed at nine and up at 530, uh, 5.30 to 6.30 a.m. every morning is blacked out in yellow and it says my morning routine. And I blacked it out in yellow because I felt like wake up, sunshine, early, I don't know, you can use whatever color you want. Um, generally, I'm working out from 6.30 to 7. So that hour of my morning routine is really what I spend like reading and meditating and things like that, getting ready to work out. And then 6.30 is usually when I push play on my workout. Sometimes it's a little earlier. Again, kind of depends on what my day looks like. Every week is maybe a little bit different, but generally speaking, I have that time 6.30 to 7 for my home workouts. Then that 7 to 8 o'clock time or really 7 to 7.45 time is getting ready time for me. It's literally blocked off to get ready for work. It includes breakfast. It also includes waking up my kids and helping them get ready and everything I need to do before I leave the house. Then, you know, I, if generally most days I'm taking my daughter to school at about 740, 745, and then I get to work at eight, that commute time is blocked off. 
Um, and then I'm blocked off from 8 a.m. until whenever it is uh, that I'm leaving work. And that for me, that varies every single day because I am working at the health club. I am doing personal training with clients, teaching group fitness. Um, I'm also the group fitness manager. So sometimes I have meetings or other things I need to be to, but it's blocked off. My schedule is one that's such that I actually will often have gaps in my day. So I might have like an hour gap in my day. Now, I often use that for other things I need to complete for work, right? Like if I have payroll to do or emails to check and send out or things like that. But sometimes I can block up that hour for something else. Maybe I, you know, step out of my place of work and I take a walk or read a book or go grab myself a coffee or whatever. Um, and then, you know, then I have that commute home or picking up the kids blocked off. And generally I have everything color coded. So like my work stuff is in gray. Um, my personal fitness community, health coaching, things like that. I have in green cause that's my favorite color. Um, I said my morning routine is in yellow. Uh, the kids activities will be a different color. Family activities will be a different color, you know, so I not only black the time, but I have it color coded as well. Um, and that just helps at a quick glance to see, okay, how much time am I spending on at work today versus at home versus other things? Um, and then knowing that you have to be flexible, right? So on Sunday, I can sit down and block off my whole week, but I know things can change. I know I'll have to be flexible as the week unfolds. Um, I know that sometimes people get sick or I have to add doctor's appointments or schedules change at work, right? Like I work with people, clients cancel or switch or change all the time. So it's just something that I have to be prepared for. But if I have my priorities blocked off, those are not going to change, right? So if I have that morning routine and workout time blocked off, I just know I'm not going to miss it. I literally block it off like a doctor appointment or like anything else that I would have to do. And the best part of this is that the people in your life now know it's a priority to you, right? So if your spouse sees that your exercise time is blocked off in your joint calendar, they know you're occupied during that time. They know you're committed. They know you're busy. They're not going to ask you to, I don't know, stay in bed and sleep in or go grab food right after work if they see that you've got that time blocked off for your workout or for your exercise or for your gym visit or whatever it is that you're doing during that time. And you're also less likely to skip your workout when you've got it planned, you've got it written down, you're you know, your spouse or your kids or whoever are seeing that it's on the calendar. So now you've not only committed to it, um, but you've told other people about it basically because it's in your calendar, right? And so all that's left to do then is do it. So time blocking, especially when you do it a week at a time, you sit down on a Sunday, it's just part of your ritual or your Sunday routine. You put 10 to 15 minutes aside and block off your week can do a lot of things for you. Okay. It is a form of self-care. It's committing to you. It's committing to your priorities and your wants and your needs for how you want the week to unfold. You're taking the time to reduce your anxiety about being busy, right? I think what happens on Sunday is we get this anxiety like, oh my gosh, I have so much going on this week. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I'm going to be so tired. So this, so that. But when you sit down and you time block, you're literally showing yourself how you're going to manage the week. 
how you can do this, how you know that you've got control, how you know you've made time for you and your priorities. So even though, yes, I have, I don't know how how many jobs I have. I have multiple jobs. I have my podcast, my virtual community. I'm constantly supporting other people via text message and DM and things like that. That's how my virtual community works. I still have my time blocked off. I still approach my week calmly and with a sense of, hey, I've got a plan. I know how I'm going to do this. I've got my morning routine time blocked off. I've got my workout time blocked off. That's self-care. That's my self-care, my meditation, all of those things. Um, it's a win-win, right? I now have myself organized. My husband knows what I'm doing for the most part. <laughs> I know what I'm doing for the most part. I've got reminders set in my phone so that I don't miss anything. Um So my goal really is to sit down every Sunday, spend that 10 to 15 minutes blocking off my time for the upcoming week. And once you get the hang of it, it'll get easier. You'll become more efficient. It might not even take that long. But you deserve this. It really is a win-win for you. You deserve your own attention. You deserve the time to exercise and take care of your body, read more, sleep more, whatever it is that you are needing more of. You deserve that. And you deserve your own attention. You deserve making yourself a priority. So please use the time tracker that I put in the comments um, as your assessment tool. And then you really can use it as a time blocker if you want to use the pen and paper or go digital form. Um, If you print it out and fill it in or do something digital, feel free to take a screenshot, post it on Instagram, tag me in it, send me a DM. Um, I'm on Instagram at everybody with Cassie, all run word. Send it to me. And let me know that you're prioritizing yourself because you truly do deserve it. You've got this. I believe in you and your ability to take control of your time and to take that week that might look busy, crazy, hectic and approach it in a manner where you feel like you're in control because you are. I hope this episode was helpful for you. I want you to share this one with a friend or a family member. I know everybody listening can think of that one person that's just like crazy, busy, scatterbrained all over the place, having a hard time managing their schedule. Send them this episode and let them know that maybe this could be a tool for them to help. And of course, I'm always here as a resource. You've got my Instagram handle. Reach out to me there. I can throw my email in the show notes as well. Um, This is something that I really feel passionate about is helping you learn how to live a healthier life. So however I can be of service to you, I am here for you. I hope you have a beautiful, wonderful, awesome, amazing week, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. It means a lot to me that you are here. It would be amazing for you to share this episode on social media and tag me in it. Can't wait to be back next time. Talk soon.